Hello and welcome to Gunpowder Treason No Plots. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I'm joined by, well, two people who may soon kill each other? Yeah. Question mark? We shall see. <laughs> we shall <Yeah>. see. <laughs> yeah. James Bunkle and Paul Flinders, say hello before you come to blow. How we doing? How we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they will be reprising their roles as Rogar the Paladin sorcerer and robert the hunter the hunter convict yeah <laughs> i always call you a hunter I and mean, technically you're a ranger you're a hunter ranger yeah. a hunter ranger convict smear so <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh last week we left you guys in an interesting spot um i apologize for the slightly shorter episodes at the moment but uh it's we're fitting things around other events that are going on in real life so we're just yeah. knocking them out as and when we can but in other words, um, you can blame me for getting married <laughs> <laughs> blame you entirely <laughs> but uh i think we left at a good moment at the very least rogar had just tried to paralyze uh robert and um <laughs> hand him over to be potentially imprisoned by a uh, spell. <laughs> yeah, so Robert was just, uh, not in the best position as he was about to be paralyzed, but you managed to shake it off and I don't know, I mean, how much do I even recap? It was mostly just you and um, Rogar and Martin plotting to dispose of Robert. You decided to go to Vashon and essentially enlist his help in getting some sort of item that can destroy, capture, get rid of a dreamer from the dreamlands. And due to agreeing to a little bit of a trade, uh, Rogar would take an item of Vishon's choosing back to the material plane. He would give you something else that would help you deal with this little Robert problem. And Rogar agreed. So now he has a weird snake thing that seemed to disappear into his armor that he's not really checked out yet. And he has the fanciest spell scroll he's ever seen, which his sword reliably informed him was the ninth level spell Imprisonment. Unfortunately, Rogar is a sorcerer and doesn't actually know how to use the spell. Martin might be able to cast it, but he is not a ninth level spellcaster, so he's, it will be a bit of a gamble for him. Mm. And the two of you set off to attempt to talk to Rob first and then maybe threaten him with imprisonment if needs be. Unfortunately, Robert had escaped his cell for the second time yeah. after a brief yep. encounter with a guard and a brief bit of stabbing. You uh, <laughs> this time chose to run away instead of try to get past the guard, and you just ran and ran and ran deeper into this seemingly endless prison until you eventually came to a point that the corridor seemed to have a number of these old iron grates all over the floor, and you were attempting to get down one of them when Rogar caught up with you. And... Due to a, a message spell, you stayed and decided to chat, and Rogar betrayed you by attempting to paralyze you. And I'd say you passed the constitution save what was happening. You know, at the very least, he tried to do something to you. Maybe paralysis. You don't know of what sort of strength, but uh, yeah, we're going to pick right back off with you two face-to-face, -face, stood over these grates in this dark, dank prison. And yeah, let's just jump right back in, guys. So what's happening? Well, whoa, 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 whoa. Did, does he know why I tried to paralyze him, or does he know that I tried to do something? He knows you tried to do something, and he felt his muscles starting to lock 100% certain, but you definitely did something to him. 
Yeah, I told you basically to fuck off. You, yeah. You, like, you stabbed me in the shoulder and I was like, fuck off. What the fuck are you up to? What are you doing? What was all that about? I was like, well, oh, sorry, man. Sorry, I forgot, I forgot that, you know, this sometimes happens. You know, I forget that it does that. Um, but, but, you don't know, but I'm not, I've not been like this for that long. Um, obviously, I, 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 well, I've seen the two guys behind me now. Behind they have they stopped for the moment. They've not oh, gotten yeah. any closer. I'm trying to get away, but you're stopping me. You you my body seized up. I stopped moving. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, are I know, you, I know. Are, I know. You, are, are you trying to stop me getting out? Are you are you with me or not? No, 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 no. It's it's nothing like that. You you're reading too much into it, right? Look, as I said to you before, I've not always been this way, and sometimes I forget the things that it causes and the things that this version of whatever I am does. So, you know, it's, it was just entirely an error. I'm, you know, I'm here, I'm, I'm here because we, we're trying to get out of here, aren't we? It cooks it. Would, would Robert have seen uh, Bunkle take his, his gauntlet off? Hmm. Well, I'd have said no, because it's too dark for you to really mm. see him. Right. Because obviously he's never seen him without his gauntlet, but he's now suddenly without it. Yeah, I will say that. I mean, you can. Yeah, I'm pressing. See... That. So, so it's, it's like if you were trying to do anything, you weren't aware of what you were doing. How come your gauntlet's off? How come you've you've doing something different? What's happened to your gauntlet? Oh man, I was just I had to take him off to try and get through. You know, try and get down here. You know, like you say, there's you know there's the door at the top, and I thought, oh well. You know, I've got to come through the door, and I thought, I'm not going to go smash the door down, am I? That's that's a bit stupid. So, you know, it's it's just one of them, you know. So, why are you here? Why? Are you, what? How have you got down here? Who's let you in? Well, no one's let me in. I let myself in. That's what I just said. But you know, I knew that the cells are down here. Yeah, I found my way down here. You know, don't forget other advantage of this thing. You know, and uh, I point to my point to my nose or lack thereof. <laughs> and uh you know it it comes with advantages you know i can smell you man you know exactly the cleanest motherfucker <laughs> well uh, to be honest with you mate i heard you a mile off so how are we not to know that anyone's followed you if you're down here and you've just stumbled down here no one knows you're here and no one's let you here surely you've alerted somebody and someone's coming after you well if somebody was coming after me, do you not think they'd be here by now? Good point. Rogar is like stonewalling this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. Do you know where they took your gear or anything? No, not not seen anything. I don't know. I've I've, I've been wandering here for ages. There's, no, there's nothing here that's got my gear. Either way, I'm not waiting to find out. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And Robert starts to turn and make his way. Well, where, but. Robert's getting out of here, but going where? You either come Robert... with me. You come with me, or you don't. I'm getting out of here. I've, I, I ended up. I was outside. Next thing I know, I'm here. Obviously, I'm not wanted here. I'm getting out of here, and then I think of what I'm going to do next. I have no weapons. I have no armor. I'm in no condition to fight. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Um. Hmm. See, Robert doesn't know where he's going. So yeah, I'm just. I'm just gonna say. Look, look. I know you. I know you're trying to get out of here. Yeah, we're both trying to get out of here, but. You're trying to walk that way. There's nothing that way. I can see that way. And I know for a fact you can't. Yeah? There's no point going down there. With um, with both of you kind of yelling at each other, I want you both to be 
Give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, is mine with or advantage or not? Um, it's been more to hear something, so I'd say no. No, no, I get advantage on smell and sight. Uh, I rolled a 15. Say did I. 15. Uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of you hear anything. <laughs> okay, I don't Continue know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hmm. so, have I convinced you not to go that way or not? I, I, didn't hear what, I didn't hear what you said. All so. oh, right. I just said, look, I can see that way. Yeah, you can't see. I know there's nothing that way. We're just we're going to be running forever. Yeah. Well, 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 Robert's opinion is basically if he goes back that way, he's going towards a cell and a door where a guard's at, and he can't fight that guard. The only way he can go is onward, or but... down one of, or one of the crates. There's no point going back because he'll just end up back in the jail in a cell, and eventually he'll end up on one of them slabs. But so, Rogar's just said that he came from that way. So there isn't going to be a guard there because Rogar's got to have dealt with the guard to get there. But you also said that no one saw you come down here. Well, <laughs> how can anybody see me come down there if I've already dealt with the guy that was there? But if you've dealt with the guy that's there... <laughs> well, well, how, so what have you done with the guy that was there? Well, I've hit him in the shadows, haven't I? You know, what you, like you do in like these, you know, in stealth games and stuff like that. Rogar can be stealthy when Rogar wants to be stealthy. Does 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 Robert know about hurting the snakes and obviously being blessed by Yigamwa? Ah, never never said that I hurt him. I have a spell called sleep. Boom. So I put him to sleep. Right, but there's... that's not harming him. I've not hurt him. I've let, I've given it. I've let him have a little nap. But I if I. So if we go that way, how are we getting out? But the same way that I came. Yeah, without being seen with a prisoner. Oh, I've. You remember that back door that we were talking about finding? You know, when we went through, when we went in the graves, they've got to come out to the grave somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Rogar found it. See, Ro- see, see. Robert knows he's obviously been walking down, down, and down, and down, and down. The door was at the bottom of the temple, or would be at the bottom of the temple. Well, you can, you can. I suppose it's where it's, 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 it's a, is it a roll off insight versus persuasion or what? It might be after me. Well, it's up to you guys. I mean, technically, it's entirely up to me whether you guys want to do this by rolling or not. If you want to try settle it as a roll to dictate your role play, be my guest. Hmm. I think it's going to be fair because we just we are literally just going to argue. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. Robert, Robert's pit, Robert's pissed off because obviously you've you've done you've, you've clearly he's, it, it, Robert's convinced you've clearly tried to do something, um, with the claw. So Robert's sort of like what he's saying sort of makes sense. I mean, for what he's seen of Rogar, it's possible. Um, but at the same time, why did he try and well, Robert would know he tried to paralyze him, wouldn't he? So. Uh, well, you know, I tried to do something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which it was something that made me seize up, so it was to stop me moving. So essentially, to capture. So, uh, well, like I said, it was just an error. But that's why I'm saying. That's why I'm suggesting if we just roll off, and you can tell if I'm telling bullshit or not. Yeah, I think that's the way forward. <laughs> that's the way forward. Go for it. Yeah. So, what would I be going for? Insight versus Rogar's deception. Right. Insight. Yeah. Oh, God, a nine. 
<laughs> not the most insightful sort, Robert. No, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, Nate. Oh, he beats it. However, Rugar is a shit liar. <laughs> <laughs> and always has been. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'd say with a nine, it's definitely something seems a bit off here. His story doesn't quite peg exactly together. No. No, something's not right here, Rogar. You, 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 you're not telling, you're not telling the full truth here. Something's well, not right. Look, look, it, it's quite simple here. One of us is armored and has a weapon and has a chance of, if anything comes about, of fighting them off. One of us is in his shorts. Um, um, you know which, which, you know, you can have a stick with me, and you know, maybe have a little bit of protection. Or you can go on your own and you're a man in shorts. But the thing is, Robert's pondering. He's like, you're one man. I don't see Knock anywhere. Um, well, he's not, he's not, he's Knock's not with him, is he? Obviously, he's left in the throne room. No, Knock is still in the temple and you're hoping Vashon hasn't got bored of him yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're one man against the whole temple. I think I'll take my chances and, I, and Robert keeps turning around and walking. So do you turn your back on me or not? Well, I've got no... Well, saying that, no, because... <laughs> if you think about it, he's just stabbed him in the fucking shoulder. Um, I, didn't, I didn't stab you. I pricked you with a fingernail. Well, Robert doesn't know that. <laughs> you stabbed him with something that made him, make it, made him seize up just a wee bit. Um, yeah, Robert's sort of like, Backtracks away from you, keeping you in sight. Never heard of a man complaining of being stiff before. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but Robert's like, look, Matt, I, no, I don't trust you. I'm going to let you off for this one because the last person that fucked me over got the got their shit kicked in. I'm going, and I'm got, and that's it. So, are you just backing away from me, or are you? Running I'm, in the opposite direction. I'm, I'm backing away so I, so I can keep see so I can keep you like in sight, but sort of like feeling me way. You know, like if you're like feeling your way around the corridor, but sort of like keep. I'm keep. I'm, so I'm keeping my eyes on Rogar essentially, but while moving on. Um, can I do something before we roll initiative? Um, what are you trying to do? Tell me what you want to do. Cast command, hmm. which is one word. I would let you do that. It will essentially take up any surprise around that you would have otherwise had to essentially jump at him right now. But after doing this, if you fail, we will we'll be rolling initiative. That's fine. Um, so uh, the the word I'm going to say is freeze. Interesting. Hmm. Is it a wisdom saving throw or charisma? Uh, command, it must be a wisdom saving throw or follow the command. Okay. Um, Robert, make me a wisdom saving throw. Rogar speaks to you in 14. a very commanding voice. 14. Which spell save DC, Rogar? Uh, spell save DC is uh, 13. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> um, Robert, do you feel this energy just wash over you when he says freeze? But you're just strength of will shakes it off and you feel this enchantment break around you and... Well, we're rolling initiative. Yeah. What the so, motherfucker? Both of you, uh, give me some initiative rolls. Uh, a 19. So plus three, so 16. 16. Rogar, you're up first. Um, 
Well, since he's he's not listening to me. Um. Ooh. Wait. Question. Hmm. Could I grapple him or not? You can attempt to grapple him, certainly. As in a, it takes up your attack action, if I remember correctly. But I also still don't have my gauntlet on, so if I grapple him, would I paralyze him? Uh, no. To attempt to paralyze him in combat, it'd be a melee attack with your claw. All right. Okay. Fair. And I would have said you would have put your gauntlet back on, surely. Oh well. Well, yeah. Nah. Plus, I think actually in RP when I originally described it to you, you don't have to take your gauntlet off to use the claw attack. Oh, do I not? No, it's oh. the gauntlet's magical and reforms around your fingers. Oh, well, that's fucked oh. all that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just don't have to take it off. <laughs> yeah. You'd um, still see that he went after you with a claw hat. So. Yeah, oh, fair play. We did something that stabbed me in the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, I'm, 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 I'm really quite sorry, Robert. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, do I want to take a swing at you or do I want to claw you? Uh, it makes most sense to try and claw you, if I'm completely honest. Um, so that's what I'm going to try and do. Rather than burning a spell slot to use my sword, I'll take an attack with claws. Is it still two attacks, yeah? Uh, yes. Yeah. And I've got the lower AC because I'm unarmed. Oh, no armor, so. Uh, an 11 is going to miss. Yeah, it does. Uh, a 19 with 9 damage. Yeah, that definitely hits. Okay, so Rogar, you lunge at Robert Claw and slash him for nine damage, and Robert, make me a con save. Yeah. Nineteen. Nineteen? Nice. Saves. Yeah. yeah. So not paralyzed. Nope. So I what the fuck? Dude, what the fuck? So um I try and um think he's going a bit mad. I sort of Make sort of like make it makeshift sort of like knuckle duster sort of thing if you know what I mean with the shackles, and just try and punch him in the face. Sure. So yeah. it would be a d20 without proficiency plus your strength. So just a flat d20. Yeah. Plus my strength. 16 plus strength. Would that what, the save mod or the actual score? Plus the plus amount, whatever it is. Oh plus no. One plus two. Yeah, oh yeah, there's no modifier on that. So yeah, it's just a straight up 16. Oh, okay, so you attempt to swing at Rogar and his plate armor. Yeah. Yeah. But you do get your <laughs> second swing. Uh, can I just straight up kick, try and kick him in the dick? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you. Yeah, that's fine. So save again, a d20. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Robert attempts to use this imp, unfortunately. He's just, it's too unwieldy to strike you properly. The first one just clangs off your armor because you don't expect it. The second one, he tries to go low and you basically just sidestep it out of the way. Okay. That's the first round down. Second round, you guys finally start to hear something bubbling out of the grate that you're stood on. And oh, you well, watch as this black tar-like liquid begins to fill the corridor. And this, this black blob of just thick organic material starts to shift and change its form. And a number of rope-like tendrils shoot out of it. And it's going to use its bonus action to form a weapon called Whip Tendrils and hit both of you. Oh, so wonderful. Let me roll, see if I hit. So against Robert, that would be a 17. Um, on, the, on the AC, yeah, easily. Yep. So that's 2d4. So that's six points of piercing damage. Yeah. 
and do me a strength saving throw. Oh, yeah. no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm reading the wrong one. 2d4 plus 3. That's just six points of damage, okay? You just take okay, that. Okay, okay. Yep. Uh, the second one is going to swing. Uh, that's a miss. Okay, so that's its one tendrils attack. So these tendrils just form out of the ooze itself and just start slashing at both of you. Robert, you take a nasty cut across the chest, but Rogar, you manage to defend yourself with your armor. As this thing starts to pull itself through the ground, it's then going to use its pseudopod, which also just forms out of the tar. And it's going to attack Rogar, since you missed out the whip attack. 18 plus 7, that hits. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so 25 there. And that is a 1d8 plus... Okay. Cool. So it does 7 points of bludgeoning damage to you, Rogar. Uh, that could have been not... worse. Yeah, it could have been worse. It's still not nice. Yep. As this thing starts to move, like, you could have easily mistaken this thing just quick, but as it's starting to move, its body is just forming different parts, like it suddenly has legs to pull itself out of the grate, then occasionally the legs will split open into mouths and eyes, and it just seems chaotic and random. Like, this thing is, the only thing you could describe it as is some sort of formless entity that's trying to pull together shape. Think of the thing. It's a bit like yeah. the thing. Okay. And, yeah, it is now essentially... For the sake of this, behind you two, as you're striking each other in the middle of this corridor, you're like stood slightly where it was forming through the grate. That was its turn, and Rogar, you're up next. Um, hmm. Fuck it, I want to run. Are you going to disengage? Uh, from this thing, well, I'm... You can disengage from both of them with a five foot, but that you don't necessarily know if you'd be out of it sleep, but you could try. Do I still have my movement? after I disengage. Yes, you do. Um so uh, what are what are Martin and the snake guy doing? They're they were like hundred and twenty feet back. They have rolled into initiative, but they've not done anything yet. I don't know what this thing is. <sighs> but I kinda want to keep Robert alive. She's really, really annoying. Um then again if he dies he loses a memory and comes back somewhere else. 200 feet away. So 200 feet away, he's either going to appear in the temple, as I'm assuming we're still within the temple walls. 200 feet below ground. Then again, does, he doesn't get to choose where he reappears, does he? You pick. I pick. Um, I'm, I'm tempted just to run away from this thing, because I don't know what it is. And if it can attack me in here, then it's clearly it's not bound by any, well, any religion that I know. <sighs> This is a tough one. Um, right, any uh, mean animo says run away. So um, yeah, I'm thinking about. Uh, I'm, I want to get away from this thing. Um, so I'm gonna disengage and try and like head back towards um, Martin and the snake guy because they might know what this is. Okay, so you're gonna disengage. That's a five foot step, and then you're gonna run. You are still in its range because it has reach on basically all of its attacks. So it is going to take one slam at you with its pseudopod. Okay. As a reaction. Um, don't think that hits, though. 18? Uh, I, I, What's your AC? My AC is 18, but can I parry it? Ooh, is your reaction? Yeah, go on. I would let you do that. Burn yeah, your reaction I, for this round? Yeah, I'll burn my reaction to parry that. Alright, so this massive pseudopod just appears out of the middle of this thing's shapeless form. 
and as you do as it's doing so you just bring eclipse around in a quick arc and parry it away you watch as the pseudopod gets cut off as you do it and then it just reforms another one it doesn't seem to care yeah you start running 30 feet back towards where martin and the serpent folk are uh that's your turn robert you go you are left staring at rogar trying to make a retreat and thing it right up in your face if i um, just like where it was stood is it in the way of where I was going? No, it's side on to you, essentially. Rogar's right. run back towards Martin, and and you could run the other direction, but you did notice it was still able to attack Rogar, even though he acted defensively. Yeah, well, I know for a fact I run that way, I'm going back to where I was, so I may as well just have it the other way. So yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run the other way. Are you disengaging? Or... I'm disengaging and running the other way. Okay, so you disengage... So that's five foot, but as yeah. you start to run, and this is actually surprising, but this creature seems to be able to just continue to take reactions, almost as if it's just a mass of different parts of itself can act almost independently. Mm -hmm. It can make a reaction every single turn in combat, and oh, it's lovely. going to strike you. Yeah. Um, that would be a 14, which hits you, just I believe. About, just about hits. Uh, and that's going to be... 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Lovely. As another of these pseudopods just appears out of nothing and smashes into you, almost sending you off your feet. Oh, wonderful. And you move the rest of your 30 feet away? Yep. So you're both 35 feet away from it on both sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, 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 I'm, I'm running as quick as I can away from this now. Uh, it is now the Serpent Folk's turn. He is going to start heading towards where Rogar is. So he sees you, Rogar, just in the distance, heading towards him. What is going on? We heard noises. Uh, yeah, big black tarry thing. Um, you know, seems to keep reforming itself, even if you like slash part of it off. Just appeared from the grate. Ah, Ziklina's unfortunate. We should withdraw. Uh, that's that's what I was thinking. So um, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking we get out of here as fast as we can. And next up is Martin's turn, who is also going to run up to where you guys now are. He's, they're still a little bit away from you, Rogar, because they're not like, quite that close. They're like 90 feet away from where it is, um, because the Serpent Folk isn't going to dash any further. Yep. Um, Martin's going to come up to where the Serpent Folk is and be like, but what about our friend? Are we just going to leave him? Well, I'm thinking our, uh, our Serpent Folk friend here will know where this tunnel leads and uh, we can head him off on the other side the serpent folk shakes his head and goes there is no other side that comes out above this tunnel will go on until it eventually reaches the underground Rogar doesn't know what the underground is uh, I kind of look to Martin and the serpent folk is in underground is in what Martin kind of looks and goes are you at all familiar with the, uh, the Underdark of our native plane. Yeah? Well, uh, you could say that the Dreamlands has something somewhat similar. Um, a lot of ghouls down there, a lot of larger, nastier creatures as well. It's not a pleasant place. And Rogar, you do remember from the first time you ever came to the Dreamlands, which sadly is off pod, but I will describe a little bit. You were in a work of underground tunnels that eventually led you to the bridge 
into the plane of fire that was protected that you broke through. Yeah, yeah. And you were attacked by demons and monsters and things down there. There was you were kind of being led around, so you didn't get lost. There yeah. were lots of what would have been hostile creatures down there at the time. Right. Okay. So it's pretty certain that he's not going to somewhere good. Uh no, I but with his particular uh, his particular way of being here there is a chance he may survive well some of him well <laughs> he may survive but he's never gonna get out that is true we could leave it to fate and hope that i have enough time to go back and deal with myself thinking rogar believes in a lot and if the whispering and martin's got to be fair want him to be on my side then fate would make sense Rogar is mad and believes in, well, yeah, the fate of the world is written in the stars, so... I'm just gonna... Well, here's the thing, mine. How... What do you need to get here before you can go back? And can I get that for you before I go back? We'll send you back now, you deal with your problem, I'll get you what you need. It's more that to uh, return to the material plane, I will need certain spell components. I can get them, it's just going to take me a little while. I have to wander around a little bit outside this village and find a few things. Now, I can handle that myself. It was the next thing to do once I was certain I was safe. But all I'm saying is it's going to take maybe a day at most. Okay. Well, this uh, <laughs> this Underdark, I haven't been there myself. Um... I'm, I'm pretty confident he's not going to run into anything that he, uh, he likes too quickly. And if, as you say, he will continue to act, uh, act, behave as he does in this realm, then, yeah, I can't see even if he can get back to the physical plane, him coming back as a complete version of himself. That seems unlikely. So you're saying we sound the retreat? Well. Super broke guy whose name he hasn't told us. No, he hasn't said. <laughs> How long is our uh, cleaner friend gonna be? Um, they tend to roam down here, feasting on the prisoners we have, well, ignored for a while. I don't know. It depends when it has had its fill. There's a chance that it's gonna follow him anyway. If it sees it as the weaker, easier one to pick off. Possibly, yes. I'm thinking we book it. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I'm going I'm to I'm 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 leave it to Martin. Martin can make the decision. If he wants us to go after him, then Rogar will go fight this thing and then go after him. But if he's comfortable leaving it into in the hands of some rather special deities, then we'll go with that. Martin shakes his head a little bit and goes, Fine. I think maybe... I think we bought ourselves enough time to get out of here. Let's leave him to have some fun with our little friend down there. And Martin's going to turn and start heading back the other direction. I'm going to go with him. Wow, it's not your turn yet, but he's going to start heading back the way you guys came. Okay, well, that was Martin's turn, a little elongated, but it is now top of the round with the formless spawn, which is what this creature is called. And our black gooey monster of death is going to... It will go after Robert. It's smart enough yeah. to see that you're unarmed, unarmored, and just the easier target. So it is going to move 
Actually, it can move 40 feet, so it's going to position itself <laughs> likely in front of you as it just rushes around you in mass of writhing, ever-changing shape. Like, for a moment, suddenly it'll have spider legs and it'll start pulling itself forward, and then it'll dissolve into more of a liquid form and just slide past you. And then all of a sudden, as it stood there, its entire front opens up into this massive distended jaw and is just going to take a bite attack at you. Oh, wonderful. Uh, sadly, I think I rolled really badly. That's an eight. Yeah, that's AC 13, so... That's a miss. Yeah. Sad times. Uh, okay. And then for its action, it'll attack with Pseudopod again. Oh, wonderful. So it'll take a roll. Uh, that's a little better. It's 12 plus 7, so yep, hits. And deals... It deals... 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah, that's Robert dead. Is you dead? Yeah. Wow. Let's not forget he had um, poisoning damage from before. He had a little bit of damage from the snake that never got healed. You've had a long day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this pseudopod slams out at you and smashes your body against the hard stone wall. And you feel your ribs just break and your lungs begin to collapse. And, well, Robert, for the second time... Yeah, absolutely. You're going to... You're going to deal with our little uh, system here, so please make me a wisdom saving throw. As I said, the DC went up by two, so you were at a ten. Yeah, so... Oh, God, Failed again! <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Robert, Robert, Robert. Oh, that's not good. So, ooh. Okay, you, first of all, offer me up a memory. Tell me something important that you're going to lose. Well, the whole reason why he's here is basically um, he's on a mission soon. Well, not a mission, he's on a bounty to capture Martin Howard and bring him back. What he can't remember now is who gave him the contract and why he's, he's, on the, he's got a contract. But he just knows he's after him. Okay, okay. So I will say that, I will say, all knowledge of House Hague disappears from your mind. You have the contract itself, but you have no recollection of what Martin did or mm -hmm. why he's here. You just know that you picked up a bounty and you went after him. Yeah. And you have the bounty on you still, so your brain doesn't have to work around that. You pick this up eh, somewhere, maybe in a tavern, maybe found it on the floor. Who knows? You don't care that much. Yeah. Any connection you had to that, uh, being a personal level or anything, is gone from your mind. Yeah, so just I'm just after him. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, you are going to reform 200 feet from here. Mm -hmm. And you will be stunned for one minute. Yeah. Because that's what happens when you die. And... Ooh, doo -doo 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 -doo. See, this could be in any direction. And there are a few different directions that aren't good. <laughs> so, you could head 200 feet back towards where Rogar and Martin are now heading. Which would be more or less not that far in front of them. You could head 200 feet deeper with this spawn heading after you. Or you may go up or you may go down. So I'm going to say, and I'm going to leave this up to fate here, because I don't think it's fair for me to dictate one of these. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to say, I want you to roll me a d4, and on a 1, you will appear where Robert and Rogar, sorry, where Rogar, Martin, and Serpent Folk are heading. Yeah. On a 2... You will head deeper into this thing, and the formless spawn will still be chasing after you. Mm -hmm. 
on a three, you will head 200 feet up, which will land you somewhere back in the village. On a four, you will go 200 feet down. I'll be in the underworld. Into the underworld, yeah. Yeah. Right, here we go then. Straight up, D4. Three. Ooh, so you're back in the village. Mm. So, Robert, your form explodes again, completely shatters. And you start to reform, and as your eyesight comes back, you suddenly notice you're stood on sand. And as you're looking around, you see a number of other serpent folk are just staring at you as you begin to take shape. And you're back in the village. But I can't move, so... Not for a minute, but that no. basically just is enough time for people to gather around and start staring at yeah. you. Have I got my equipment or am I in my rags still? You're still in your rags. Right. Well, I'll have, obviously I'll recollect. Obviously I've been, I was on the run. I was trying to get out. Um, so I try and leave the village because it's like I've got nothing on me. I can't do anything. I need to get out of here. So you're just going to head off and try just escape? Yeah. Interesting. So, you're just going to head off then, and okay, so you leave. Well then, Rogar, Martin, and the Serpent Folk begin to make a rather uneventful journey back to the temple proper. And yeah, as far as you know, Robert has been dealt with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. That's, I just realized how that's, that's open-ended as fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that really is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. So, what's up, Rogo? What are you doing as you get back to the temple proper? It's you and Martin in tow. What's happening now? What's your objective? Uh, well, I'm going to collect my uh, two prisoners and um, yeah, head on my way because, as far as I know, there is no Robert. Um, yeah. And as far as Martin knows, so um, hmm. yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, I'm going to get my prisoners. Um, mm -hmm. And head into the village. I'm, I'm going to assume that uh, they're going to be like, you know, chained to each other. And you know. yeah. So um, if you're leaving the temple, like that um, can Vishon, I pick my prisoners or <laughs> uh, he's going to just hand two to you. Fair enough. You get you um, you you're waiting in the temple and you see that there two prisoners are brought out to you. Yes, they are both shackled to each other with like a chain between them, and you see a. Two very emaciated, very sickly-looking prisoners. One is a dwarf that you'd you'd put roughly middle age for a dwarf, and okay. one is a older, what you think is a full-blooded orc. His skin's very a pale green, though. He's clearly been down in the dark for a while and not been well taken care of. Okay. Um. And is is Nock still hanging around? Uh, do you go collect him? Because he's just fucking about in the temple at the moment. Yes, I will go and collect him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, friend Rogar. Uh, no, I think it's uh, it's time for us to make some tracks. Um, you know, um, we've done everything we came here for, and you know, I got you in the temple, didn't I? You've had a nice bit of a look around, so you fancy uh, we go have a look at some other places? Oh. Yes, I am happy to explore. I think I have now seen everything that Scorchhaven had to offer. Temple, Excellent. interesting, but many snakes. Quite repetitive. Yeah, yeah, of course. But what do you expect from a temple to a serpent god? I suppose. We hopefully find something more interesting time. So, did you find friend Robert? Uh, friend Robert, yeah. He, um, 
he seems to have come to a he he kind of got lost and this big horrible tar thing you know took a bit of a took a bit of a shine to him and uh, you know that, there was just nothing we could there was nothing I could do unfortunately um but you know may, maybe we'll see him again hmm well it's always nice to be reunited with old friends that is true that is true uh, you know um but you know, like I say, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, he'll tell us all about it when we see him again. Good. Hopefully he will have many stories. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> and then uh, Nock looks over at Martin, who's come up with him, and goes, Is this new friend? Yes, this is new friend. Martin, meet Nock. Nock, Martin. Nock's just uh, helping me on my way through these dreamlands. I uh, pleasure to meet one of your... Uh... Fabled folk, my friend. I'm afraid I've never got to visit the ocean, so you are the first of your kind I have ever seen. And, and he kind of walks up and shakes his hand and kind of bows a little bit. It's very um, slightly nicer than you may have expected from him when interacting with other creatures here, but you see how he may have been able to charm his way into Vashon's temple without too much effort yeah. as they start chatting back and forth a little bit. And that goes, Ah, new friend. Always good to meet new friend. You traveled with us, new friend? Um, I'm afraid I have something to attend to. Uh, I will see the pair of you out of the village, but then I must go my own way. And then he looks at you, Rogar, and kind of nods and goes, though I am certain we will be seeing each other sooner rather than later. <laughs> Me too, my friend. Me too. So, and that's it then. Are you just leaving? I'm going to, uh, I mean, as we... Uh... You know, as we head out the temple, uh, the, I mean, there's not much else. Unfortunately, there's not really much else to see in Scorchhaven. Um, but though Rogar has kind of an idea of what he's what he's going, you know, what he's looking for, you know, uh, what where what he wants to do, you know, who he wants to look for next. I'm just gonna like, you know, as we walk through, I'm not ignoring what people are talking about. I'm just trying. I'm trying to like, you know, listening to see if anybody. You know, because you don't know who passes through these places, so maybe somebody else has heard of, you know, is like there's whispers going around of, you know, somebody that I might be interested in. Okay. Um, I'd say from these people, you wouldn't really find much about that out. You could ask for areas of interest if you were looking for something like that, or you could try ask Martin or Knock as well. Um, I mean, I'm quite, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of open to anything. The, the, I mean, it's more. You know, how can I put it? It's it's like it's like when like some it's like it's like when at work something like some piece of news kind of filters through and it's a bit like whispers and like oh no maybe these people haven't heard anything, but just okay. it's just in case you hear something like you know on you know something a bit like that something a bit strange and obviously it might be just talking about Martin it might be even talking about myself but okay you, you never know do you? All right. Well, as you're kind of like walking back through the village and people are chatting, do me a do me a general. I'd say a general perception. See what you pick up listening to people. Anything that might be of interest. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. The only thing you that you hear that's slightly peculiar. You hear a couple. It looks like to a couple of snake folk um, chatting, and one of them starts talking about how. It's a shame that they never get to explore. There's lots of places in in the surrounding areas that they've never been to see, and they feel very um, almost a little trapped in this place. And you may you wonder maybe if these are some of the folk that don't particularly worship Yig, and they're trying to 
pluck up the courage to go somewhere else. Okay. And the the guy goes, well, huh, I did hear of a place that's a bit abandoned. Maybe we could go there. And he goes, oh, where's that? What's What place is that? Well, you ever heard of the name Sarnath? And that's the word you hear, Sarnath. Okay. So, yeah, just before we um, depart then, um, I'm going to... I mentioned that 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 name to uh, both Nock and Martin. See if they've heard of it, because I, I, I don't I don't I don't want to take Nock somewhere he's already been, because then he might be bored. Mm. Um, you say that Nock shakes his head; he's never heard of the place. Martin ponders it for a little bit and goes, ah, "There are a lot of strange places in uh, in these lands." Uh, that name, it rings a bell. I can't say I've ever been there. I think I heard something about it being some sort of abandoned city. Oh, right, okay. So, you know, there's abandoned city, not many people about, but then, hmm, maybe things that you don't want to see. Perhaps. Interesting. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll bear it in mind on my travel. Okay. So, uh, I'm thinking Predator Handshake. <laughs> my boy Martin. Okay. Uh, he predator handshakes you back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then um yeah, I'll uh he can go on his way for what he needs. Um and I will Yeah, I'll, I was trying to think other than the other than the obviously the forest that we came in, can I see anything else? It seems to be just desert going in the other direction. So you can see like the edge of the dead forest that you came through and the other way seems to just lead to desert. But as you know, if you kind of focus on where you want to go, you kind of end up where you need to be anyway. Yeah, yeah. So this kind of like appearances are deceiving. Like to one eye and like maybe to a native here, just walking through that desert could just be endless. But if you know where you want to go, you'll find a way. Okay. Um. So, hmm. So what I what I'm looking for, um, I was saying I can't. I, what I kind of I kind of want to do is find and find like people that I'd feel comfortable with, and like what's happened to Rogar, like well, still relatively recently, was when he got turned into well, he became a ghoul. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd quite like to. I'd almost quite like to 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 try and find people like me. Not, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't, I don't mean like that guy who in the tower. We know, uh, uh, so I remember him. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to, you know, see if I can find, you know, ghouls, basically. Okay. You know, but I, I'm looking for a particularly like a, like a, I don't want to say like a large population because they don't really, they don't do that, but they do value, value like, you know, being social and stuff as well with each other. Mm-hmm. Are you looking for a particular type of ghoul? Are you looking for something to fill a role, sort of thing, or? Just any. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for what I, what I want is I want like a leader of men. So okay. I want, I want, I want you know that just like that kind of commanding presence. Like where it's, it's almost like the presence that Rogar imagines he has. I see. You know, okay. You know, you walk in a room and you immediately like, yeah, this guy. You know, you do what this guy says. This guy's important. This guy's mm-hmm. not to be trifled with, so to speak. I see. Okay, okay. Um, what are you doing with the prisoners? Are you taking them to the unman? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go chain them. Um unless they unless they have like they can offer me anything useful. Um I would say not. 
yeah, I would say both of them look so just broken. Yeah, yeah. So they're not they're not going to be much for. I, don't, I suppose slaves would be useful to trade, but I did make a promise to this thing that would bring more people. Um, unfortunately, I did promise four, and I'll have two. Um, if he doesn't take too kindly to it, then we'll just have to throw down. But I'm assuming he'll be happy that he's just got something to eat that is free. Mm. Are you just going to like chain them? at the uh, forest edge and then run. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically. All right. So you lead these two prisoners, these poor helpless people, to the, the edge of the dead forest and you chain it round a tree nearby where you lasso the young man. Because you don't see him at the moment. Yeah. And I take it you just start to leave? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, to be fair, I'm going to tie him up and then I'm, uh, I don't want to hang around for him, to be honest. Okay. Um, you start to walk away and you get to basically just to a sand dune in the distance, just far enough that with your eyesight you can just about make out your two prisoners left there. Yeah. They seem to have just sat down, like as if they just don't care, but then when you were just leaving, they started like picking up their locks a little bit, but they're not getting anywhere. You see the orc is trying to tear through the chain, but it's not coming off. And then you watch uh. as mist begins to form out of the dead forest yep. and you see what you recognize now is multiple unmen as they start to descend down upon these two people and you watch as the mist just envelops them and after a few moments of watching the mist retreats and you just see two almost skeletal forms just drop still chained to the tree uh, awesome Rogar is happy <laughs> <laughs> and well, you begin making your way to find a leader of men. Um, but as you're wandering through the desert, Rogar, you and Nock are walking down, and Martin left you guys, by the way, at the at Scorchhaven. He's gone his own yep. way to try get back to the material plane. Yep. Sorry, I don't know if I mentioned that, but that's that's why he's not there now. He's headed off. He said his goodbyes, and like I say, he will meet you there. Yep. One day, Rogar, as you're walking through the desert, all of a sudden. The desert goes hard, and you're walking on stone, chipped and broken stone of what seems to be just a barren, desolate land stretched out before you, and the sky goes completely pitch black. And as you scan your eyes around, you watch as one star appears in the sky, and it starts to grow and grow larger and larger as it gets closer to you. And you would say roughly 300, maybe 250 feet above you, you start to make out what this thing is. It's not a star, but it was like, it had these massive wings just wrapped around it, almost falling to the ground, a bit like a meteor, but now it's stopped and those wings open. And its shape is almost, it reminds you a little bit of the formless spawn, but a little bit more gelatinous, a little bit more solid as it begins to shift and form out into this massive, monstrous creature with these huge bat-like wings that have claws at the top and the bottom. Its face shapes out into these long, distended tendrils that just run out of its mouth. It has multiple eyes and a similar sort of exposed mind that the Migo had previously, but its body is also serpentine, and it has these two titanic claws on these huge just monstrously strong looking arms and it looks down at you and 
if you didn't know better, you say it was smiling. And Rogar, you have just entered your next nightmare. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, that's where we're going to end with Rogar. Robert, oh, you are running like a madman. Yeah. Away from Scorchhaven, away from all the shit just went, that just went down. You're confused and you don't really know what's going on. I have to ask you, what are you running towards? Are you trying to escape the Dreamlands? Are you trying to find something? What? What? Where are you going? Um, Robert's just thinking at this moment in time he needs to regroup somehow. I don't know, just try and sort of rearm himself, and maybe I don't know, come up with a plan to try and find the, find Martin again. Um, at this moment in time, he just wants to find somewhere safe to be able to do that. So. Robert doesn't really know what's around him. I'm guessing he's going to where he sort of knows. So, I don't know, maybe heading towards... I guess he would have to go back towards the forest, wouldn't he? Well, you're... Yeah, I would say you'd be running into the forest and you're just running endlessly. But do you have any sort of plan in mind? Are you going to try to get back to your body? Are you going to try find Martin in the woods again? What's Because you are unarmed and unarmored, so you're not in the strongest position. No, I mean, this is, I don't think. Does, well, Robert must be aware now that he's a dreamer. So, obviously, I think he's. I think he's. I think his goal is he's going to be get to the material and then hope he can figure something out from there. Okay, so that means you'll be searching for some sort of gate. Yes. Get out of here. So you you run through the forest, and I'll say time seems to pass quickly. And you are just running and running. And eventually, this dead forest disappears entirely. And you are just out into this massive blackened wasteland. As you look around, you see bones of monstrously huge creatures. Bigger than any you've ever seen in your life. Like, this would make giants look tiny. You see a huge open skull in the distance that's been half smashed in. And it almost makes up like a mountain. And as you're looking around, this place just seems to go on and on forever. And the sky above you has gone dark with these almost like just rolling black and green thunderclouds overhead. And you're staring across this plane that just seems to go on and on. And you see something in the distance, almost like a beacon. And you start to run towards it. And as you're running through the plains, suddenly you feel what almost feels like a heart attack. And you drop to your knees. And it's well-timed because you hear overhead these screeching, winged creatures just flying around. And then this even larger, almost worm-like, almost partially draconic, massive, multi-winged thing flies quite low. And as you fell to the ground, it seemed to miss you. But it goes after another one of these smaller creatures and just devours it in one bite. And as your hands touch the ground, you notice they're translucent. Oh. And your heart stops hurting and you feel strange because you can still touch what's around you but you worry that something has just drastically changed for you but you're still here you're still you still know what you know and you push yourself up off the ground and now you seem even closer than you did before to that beacon except it's not just some point of light in the distance it is a gargantuan a truly titanic black pyramid and it seems to take up all of your vision as you look out towards it it's so dark it seems to absorb the light around it and you watch these 
black and green thunderstorm clouds almost seem to be emanating from it, and you see a beam of light from the top of the pyramid just going up into the heavens. And you feel a sense of just absolute dread looking at this place, but you know that that's where you would need to go to find a gate. And as you, as you take in this sight, and you look down at your own fading form, but still just clinging on, and you realize there's not a lot of options left, and you head towards the pyramid. And that's where we're going to end. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Is Robert going to die? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Because <laughs> who knows what's in there? Yeah. Hmm. I know. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, well, hope you two had fun. <laughs> oh, it was, it, that, that was amazing. Yeah. I, I can't believe you rolled a free. The one number I didn't want you. Paul, it's like, yeah, I've rolled a three. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> that, was, that was going to actually be my backup plan because I knew for a fact that Robert is going to reform somewhere. So what I was going to do is literally just throw myself at something <laughs> <laughs> and then hope a reform somewhere sort of like beneficial. And it kind of worked out, but not the way I planned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it worked out interestingly well for you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was happy I got to use a formless spawn. They're fun. Mm. That was yeah. interesting, to say the least. <laughs> well, that was uh, entertaining for me, and I hope for everyone listening. Yeah. Um, if you want to catch us anywhere else, we are on all major podcast providers. And if you'd like to chat with myself or any other of our... Uh, Cast and crew here, you can find them on Twitter. I am at TreasonNo, and they are at their player names with GTMP at the end of it. We also have a WordPress website with all loads of just lore and information and backstories, things like that. And we also have a Facebook group, both under Gunpowder, Treason, No Plot. And I will turn you over to uh, my two co-hosts to say their goodbyes. As usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art Podcasting and the Lost Art Wrestling Podcast. They're available on all good podcast providers, and you can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LAOW Podcast. And maybe one day, I'll be in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK, Europe for now. And you can also find me on those two podcasts as well, but you can also find me on the UK RAD Live podcast. We are a podcast that talks about anything and everything. We don't have any taboos. You can find us on most places where you can find podcasts, such as Stitcher, I'm, I'm, I think it's iMusic, Apple Music, whatever it's called nowadays, and Spreaker and many other good places. You, we've, we've got a Twitter, at UK RAD Podcast, and we are also on Facebook. Um, but I also have another Twitter account where I I portray the character Steve, who, you know, if you're a listener of this show, you'll have heard of. And, hey, he just portrays in general shithousery. And, yeah, he's going to enjoy what, say, what happens to Rob, because um, I don't think he thinks too highly of him, but we should see. All right. And, well, I hope you all enjoyed that. And we will be back next week. So goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Do you like Dungeons and Dragons? Of course you do. Do you like people with New Zealand accents? Of course you do again. Wake up, bucko. It's the fate of Iceland.
we roll dice, laugh a lot, and tell a surprisingly compelling tale about a plucky group of weirdos. Hey, who are you calling a weirdo? Who is swept up in a quest to quote-unquote save the world off ice and... There's action, excitement, and there's a lot of apples. Seriously, there's way too many apples. It's uh, it got way out of proportion. Weird as my mother's top lip. On the Necropoticon Network. See you there. That'll do. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects that you heard within this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so make sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.